this is Navi. In this show, I'm going to be discussing about books, reviews, what I think about them, which ones I think are worth you reading, and some short stories that I found really captivating. In this week's episode, I'm going to dive into the Divergent trilogy and why I think it went downhill really quickly, especially in the third book. Okay, so I'm mainly going to talk about the third book, Allegiant, because that's really where the story just plummeted, even from the beginning. So when they decided to go outside and go to the city, there was just all these, there was these characters that were supposedly dead, but now they're alive, and it was never explained how they got out. Also, Tori's death was so unnecessary. It was just, there was no reason to kill her off. It just seemed unnecessary and just like, oh, let's just kill her off. I feel like a big part of this had to kind of do with the author's written passion for the books. It seemed as though it died down so much from the first book. And by the time she got to the third, it seemed like it's almost as she was done with this entire series and it just she just wanted it to end, which also explains the ending of the book, which was just unfulfilling, in my opinion. Even throughout the book, it got a little uninteresting and boring to read because rather than being an actual novel where there was things going on, it was more of like a prequel to this series. It was its purpose was basically it was like we're just going to explain everything that we didn't explain in the first book and in the second book about how this world came to be and we're just going to put it on to the third book. And that was basically it. Most of the chapters were just characters relaying information to each other about what they learned and what they got and it wasn't much more than that. The only other really big part of the book was the relationship between all the characters. And the biggest relationship was between the main two characters, Four and Triss. And their relationship in the first book, it seemed a little... It was a little surprising considering the interactions that they had and the age difference, even in the even though the book is not in our world, it still seemed weird to the characters around Tristan Four that they were together, him being 18 and her being 16. In our world, that would be technically illegal, but even in their world, it was still a little weird. And, but despite that, the relationship seemed to work in the first book. In the second book, it didn't really seem like they were doing too well. And then in the third book, it just fell apart. And to me, it just seemed toxic at that point. Foreign Triss would promise each other. Their biggest thing was that they promised each other that they wouldn't lie to each other. And then they just kept doing that. Triss went and basically turned herself in for execution. Four lied about going out. And seeing Nita and his involvement with her and her group to steal 
something that he didn't even know what they were trying to do. And he basically just kind of, they both went back on their promise promises and they never really communicated well or talked to each other. They were both also really jealous people. Four got so mad at Tris for not trusting Nita because she was, quote unquote, she was a pretty. But there were other reasons why Tris didn't trust her. But Four refused to listen to that and just said, you're just jealous. But it was so hypocritical because she would smile at like Matthew and he would get jealous. So it didn't make sense that they would be that they just didn't trust each other at all and that they they would be so jealous. I feel like they never really had an actual emotional connection or attachment to each other. It was much more just it seemed much more just physical rather than actual that they could rely on each other. They just seemed like they created more problems for each other rather than helped her. Especially with Triss in the second book because of how guilty she felt about killing Will. She felt so guilty about what happened to him and her parents. And she wanted a way to get rid of that guilt. And ultimately, she wanted to die. And Ford didn't really take that seriously and was like, okay, I'll help you. It was more of that he just got mad at her for being selfish and cowardly saying you're not facing this and you're just gonna die and he always would go back because sometimes and even in the book Tris said this how he would make her seem strong and then scold her for not being strong but then saying that she's invincible and he wasn't really there for her in the way that he needed to be especially with everything about in her in the third book with her mother and her brother and their relationship with her and her brother her brother just backstabbed her so many times and i still don't understand why at the end she sacrificed herself to save him or to stop him from going but she did anyway and i think the big thing about tris dying i feel like that was just the author's way of saying this will be an easy way to end the book. To end the series is to just kill off the main character. I think killing off the main character in general in novels or in any TV show is okay. It can be done if it's done in a fulfilling way that honors the character and their actions and it moves the plot along in a good way. I feel like it's more than necessary to do so. Triss's death just seemed so unnecessary and even their plan their big plan to defeat the government was to basically just do what they wanted to do to their hometown but to them it was just hypocritical and it was just like an easy way to just get that done and I just felt like this whole book was just like rushed and it just the author just wanted an easy way to end it because the book just ended with her dying like her friends found out that she died it ends and then it fast forwards two years and two and a half years into the future and all of a sudden 
the government facility is now perfectly operational. They're not discriminatory against people with damaged genes. And their hometown, Chicago, is now without factions and people are living and doing their own thing. But that honestly doesn't make sense because you had about maybe seven or eight mostly children, most of them were under the age of 18, trying to build up this whole world. Like, I don't understand. Even their, even though their memories were wiped, how did you erase years of experiments, knowledge, everyone's, what this government facility created and worked for for years? You just wiped it away and started fresh and in only two and a half years you were able to rebuild it from the ground up same thing with your hometown with only a handful of people most of them being children it really didn't make sense and it just the book just jumped from her death to two and a half years into the future and even so the book didn't really talk about what happened afterwards it the entire thing ended with Triss's funeral and how Four was ziplining down and spreading her ashes. It really seemed just like a cheap, easy way to end the story. And I don't think that was fulfilling, especially because of how much hype the first book got. And it was a really good book, the first one, but then it just was such a terrible, cheap ending to a series that could potentially have been really good. Also could do with the fact that when this series came out, it was after The Hunger Games, which was already an amazing, like, popular dystopian novel. And I feel like it was trying to compete and then realizing that it couldn't, it just had this cheap ending that made so many of the fans or people that were actually into the books just not want to go back and touch it ever again thank you for listening and have a great day